Hello and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill, this is episode 22, the episode that almost wasn't. It's been a rough recording session tonight, folks. My computer didn't want to work because Windows decided it had to update my system right now! And when Windows talks, evidently everybody listens. Then the microphone didn't want to work. Then I put the game cartridge in the console and it wouldn't work. I did finally get that working, on, but only on difficulty setting B. For some reason it wouldn't work on setting A. And I got my other equipment working too. And finally, here we are. It won't surprise you to know that I'm drinking a beer medicinally at this point. So what's going on, guys? It's Wednesday night again. As I record this, I'm still feeling the warm glow from Sunday night when I saw the original 1984 Ghostbusters on the big screen. Uh, Fathom Events did one of those uh, bring back an old movie and put it up for a night in theaters. So my wife and I got tickets and we went and saw it. And it was awesome. I can't remember the last time I watched Ghostbusters uninterrupted, unedited, just sat and watched the whole thing straight through. It is a true comedy masterpiece. They had a little teaser behind the scenes thing after the movie for the new Ghostbusters coming out in July. The director Paul Feed hosted it, you know, introduced some clips for the new movie with Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and uh, Leslie Jones and I've forgotten the other one uh, and Chris Hemsworth. You could really tell watching back to back the original Ghostbusters movie and the, the clips for this new Ghostbusters movie, you could tell that they really are not they're going to be very different animals, which is good. Not complaining about that. It looks like Chris Hemsworth is sort of playing the Janine Melnitz-type character. He's the assistant to the Ghostbusters. His name is Kevin, but he kind of acts in these clips a little bit more like the Lewis Tully character from Ghostbusters. And it was a little troubling because most of the clips they showed seemed to be about drooling over how hot Chris Hemsworth is. Even though Paul Feig's introduction really played up the fact that he wanted to bring out the the scary, more intense aspects of the Ghostbusters story. Still making it a comedy, but playing up those aspects. But the clips they showed mostly were just drooling over Chris Hemsworth and introducing who the four Ghostbusters are. You didn't get to see a whole lot of what the story of the movie's going to be. And I don't know if that's intentional or not, or if that's a bad sign or not. So, I guess we have to see. As long as the spirit of the original Ghostbusters is there, a little bit of scare... A lot of fun. Uh, I'll be happy with that. I'm also kind of curious if the thing I read at one point, I don't know if it was before they committed to making this version of the Ghostbusters or not, might have been back when they were still thinking they had a chance to get some or all of the original Ghostbusters, but I had heard that there was a plan to create a franchise, Ghostbusters franchise, with sort of a series of interconnected movies, kind of like the Marvel Universe is doing on film. And I think that could be interesting. So we'll see. Um, what else is going on? Oh, little reminder, guys. you got to keep it up. The bombardment of Atari with demands that I, your favorite podcast host, be commissioned to write either the Centipede or Missile Command movies that they're working on. I quit my job so I could sit by the phone all day waiting for them to call, and they haven't called yet. Of course, then I remembered I had a cell phone and I could take the phone to work with me. 
Whoops. The point is, Atari hasn't called. You guys are letting me down. You gotta keep up the pressure. Tweet at them. Picket their houses. Send them candied rams. You know, whatever. They gotta hire me to write these movies. I host a podcast where I make up Atari stories all the time. I'm their guy. So let's keep working on it, okay guys? Alright. So this week's game is... Kool-Aid Man, 1983 game from Mattel Electronics. Oh yeah! I was totally a Kool-Aid soft drink. I think that's what they call it, right? Kool-Aid soft drink? I was totally a Kool-Aid kid. Mom's weekly shopping trips often included a rainbow of those little packets of Kool-Aid mix, each of which took a pound of sugar to mix. It was basically Kool-Aid, when I was a kid at least, I won't speak for Kool-Aid today, but it was basically just colored sugar mixed with water. In my opinion, anything red or orange was usually good. Blue, green, or purple could be iffy. And the lemonade flavor was just sort of meh. Summertime lunches, as a kid, were epic. This was the 1970s, and the lunches telegraphed that big time. Typical summertime lunch for me was a huge chunk of cheddar cheese on white bread, probably Wonder Bread, Cheetos on the side, and a hostess snack cake for dessert. I wasn't big on the fruit pies or the snowballs. And the cupcakes were okay in a pinch, but my go-tos were Twinkies or Ho-Hos or Ding-Dongs. That was some good eating. It's a wonder I'm still alive, because I washed all of that down with Kool-Aid. Ah, good times. Good times. Looking at my official paper Kool-Aid Man instruction manual, I noticed one thing right away. It's a tiny little manual, but they pack a hell of a lot of instructions into this tiny little manual for a game which, as we'll discuss later, doesn't have a whole lot to it. And it's tiny, tiny little words. So, let's take a look at what we got here. Kool-Aid Man Instructions. One player versus computer. Help Kool-Aid Man in a battle with the Thirsties. Those insatiable Thirsties are stealing the water out of your swimming pool. You want to catch them when they stop to dip their straws in the pool. Also, help Kool-Aid Man gobble up Kool-Aid ingredients in order to keep the Thirsties from bouncing Kool-Aid Man around the backyard. For your Atari 2600 game system. You can move Kool-Aid Man anywhere in your backyard. Make him touch the Thirsties by colliding with them when they stop to drink the water out of your swimming pool. For every Thirsty he catches, you add 100 points to your score. However, the Thirsties are pretty tough customers. When they're not standing still, drinking the water out of your swimming pool, they're moving across the screen trying to bounce Kool-Aid Man around the yard, so you best dodge them as they come after you. If a Thirsty hits Kool-Aid Man, you'll lose control of him temporarily. You can aid Kool-Aid Man by making him gobble up the water, W's, sugar, S's, and Kool-Aid, K's, which occasionally pass through the yard. I don't know if how much of this I said in the field report, but they only pass through very occasionally and they move really fast. He gobbles them up by touching them on the run. No kidding. Everything in this game is jacked up on sugar, man. I haven't eaten any sugar tonight and I feel all buzzed. That's how crazy this game is. These ingredients make Kool-Aid Man temporarily unaffected by the moving thirsties. This means he can move about without being knocked around by them. That's when you can really catch the other thirsties who have stopped to steal your water. If the thirsties steal all the water from your pool, 
Okay, here's the thing. If the thirsties have these straws, and they're thirsty, why are they taking icky chlorinated pool water? Why don't they drink you, Kool-Aid man? Think about that for a while, kids. If the thirsties steal all the water from your pool before you catch every one of them, the game is over. If you catch them all before that happens, you win, and automatically move on to the next level of difficulty. Use your left joystick controller to move Kool-Aid Man. The right joystick is not used in this game. Be sure your controller cable is securely plugged into the back of the game console. Hold the computer controller with the word top facing the top of the TV screen. Does the controller say top on it? Let me see. Oh, it does. Okay. That's a different way to put it. Usually they give my classic line about hold the controller with the red button pointing at the TV. But perhaps they don't, because in this game, they say, Screw you, red button, because there's a huge note in all capital letters. Note, the red button is not used in this game. And then, reading between the lines, We do not speak of the red button. The red button is dead to us. The red button knows what it did. Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, so yeah, that tells you how to move the joystick, basically. Difficulty switches. The switch on the right sets the level of difficulty. In the A position, the thirsties move at faster speed. In the B position, the thirsties move at normal speed, which worries me a little, because as I said, I couldn't get this game to work on my console in the A position. It only worked in the B position, and they move hella fast. So I'm a little scared to see what A position looks like. Perhaps it sends you off into another dimension or something. Maybe I was in the A position at one point, and I wasn't really even here. Whoa. I'm still kind of shitter-buzzed. The switch on the left is used to freeze the action of the game. Wait, what? Switch on the right. So it's the level of difficulty. In the A position, the thirsty move faster speed. The B position. Okay. Switch on the left is used to freeze the action of the game by sliding it to the A position. Oh! Maybe I should have read this before. Maybe that's what I was doing. Position B is used to return the game to action from the point at which it was stopped. Always be done to switch in position B. Oh, well that explains it. That's kind of dumb. Or I'm kind of dumb. Or we're all kind of dumb. Anyway. Action! Exclamation point. Get ready to join Kool-Aid Man in battling the thirsties. To start the game, press the reset switch on the console. Be ready! The game starts right after Kool-Aid Man breaks through the wall of the yard. No kidding. When Kool-Aid Man appears on the screen with the thirsties, push the left joystick in any of the four directions available. Controlling Kool-Aid Man. Push the joystick controller in the direction you want Kool-Aid Man to go. Don't let Kool-Aid Man bump into the walls. Or the water in the pool. If you do, you'll lose control of him temporarily. Dodge the thirsties as they pass horizontally across the screen. If you don't, they will bounce Kool-Aid Man around the yard, and you will temporarily lose control of him. When a thirsty stops and dunks its straw in the pool, make Kool-Aid Man bump into it. Thirsty will disappear from the yard. Kool-Aid Man brings all the thirsties to the yard. The thirsty will disappear from the yard, and you'll add a hundred points to your score on the screen. The Kool-Aid ingredients... You will notice W's, S's, and K's passing horizontally across the screen. They stand for water, sugar, and Kool-Aid. Try to make Kool-Aid Man catch them if you can. He will gobble them up and music will play. This will keep Kool-Aid Man temporarily unaffected by the thirsties. That means he gets bitter and the moving thirsties can't bounce him around. It's the best time to catch as many stationary thirsties as you can. Although, when it happened to me when I was playing this game, although I don't know that it actually did during my field report, but when I was playing it before that, it seemed like when I got big, I just couldn't move at all, but maybe that was some error on my part. But when the music stops, Kool-Aid Man will shrink back to his normal size and can be knocked around by the thirsties once again. 
Every time Kool-Aid Man gobbles up an ingredient, a little water is added back to the swimming pool. This amounts to slowing down the clock. So you have more time to catch the thirsties. Your score at the top center of the screen will increase by 100 points for every thirsty you catch. Timing. There are 30 thirsties trying to drink the water out of your pool. If you catch every one of them before they drink all the water, you win and automatically move on to the next level of difficulty. If the thirsties drink all the water out of your swimming pool before you catch every one of them, the game is over. Bonus points are awarded for the time left on the clock at the end of each round, so catch all the thirsties as fast as you can for the best score possible. Winning tips. When Tooley Man gets bounced around by the thirsties, relax. It will only last a few seconds. Just be ready to take over when he settles down, man. Chill. I added the last part. Go after every ingredient you can. While you're unaffected by the moving thirsties, you can catch a lot of the pool a lot of the other thirsties who are stealing the water out of your pool. Those aren't tips so much as repeating what they already told you. Um, and that's about it. So a lot of summers have passed since then. My eating habits have gotten a little bit better. And listening to me drink Kool-Aid on a podcast is perhaps, perhaps not the best use of my internet tokens. Some dude sold those tokens to me. That's totally how the internet works, right? Fortunately, we have something better to usher in summer. As this episode drops, I believe on the 19th of June, which is, I believe, one day before the start of official start of summer. Seems like a good time to kick off the season with some refreshing Kool-Aid. And since I can't do that, I can't give you all a pitcher of Kool-Aid. We're going to refresh ourselves with Kool-Aid in game form. So crack some ice cubes, guys. After the break, we're going to quench our summertime thirst. leftover bag of mushrooms from the centipede episode bring on the giant walking talking pitcher of kool-aid with a face on it and tell that three-headed giraffe in the corner to shut up because i'm trying to focus on this game game that's a funny word game 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 okay i think i am sufficiently high to play this game Yeah. Kinda wish they inserted the oh yeah part when the Kool-Aid man crashes through the fence. Alright. Whoa. Okay, it's pretty evident what the pool is. That blue stuff at the bottom of the screen. I'm gonna try and dip into it. But I can't get to it. Traffic with all these thirsties that really just look like balloons. It's crazy busy. Okay, got one. So you can grab them. They don't have their straws, but you go all cattywampus. And then the thirsties knock you over. I was trying to figure out this music. First I thought it was Pac-Man. The, the same audio that Pac-Man uses. And I still kind of think that. But I'm also kind of thinking... There's some of the sounds from the MASH game. Whoa. This apparently is Kool-Aid Man after dark. It's pitch black on the screen except for the thirsties. Oop, there goes some Kool-Aid mix. I've not gotten... I didn't get any of the bonus things. None of the Kool-Aid mix, none of the sugar, 
none of the water. Man. Whoa. Let me go lie down for a while until the room stops spinning. Back to you in the studio. I get hot and thirsty riding a skateboard. Me too. This is a job for Kool-Aid. Whew, that was refreshing, wasn't it? I'm rocking an awesome Kool-Aid stash. If I was wearing plaid shorts and playing Star Wars in the backyard, it could totally be 1977 all over again. Wait, holy crap. I just noticed. I am wearing plaid shorts. Now look, find a calendar. What year is it? Anyway, here's the thing about Kool-Aid Man. If you couldn't get this impression from the field report, let me just tell you. This game moves like my six-year-old after a Tootsie Roll. Even doing the field report was hard, because the action doesn't stop. There was barely even time to turn on the recording equipment and catch all of the sound, because as soon as you hit the reset button, the game is going, man. Kool-Aid Man's bursting through that fence, and the Thirsties are bombarding you. It does not let up, which makes it a little frustrating, because there is no way not to get bumped by the Thirsties, which is kind of frustrating, because you keep getting hit, and then you have to float down to the bottom, then you have to get back up, and you have to get the thirsties that have the straws, but not the ones that don't have the straws. And there's just not a whole lot, even after you do that, there's not a whole lot to it. The game is just more and more of that. So, you know, I'm glad I tried it out, but I'm just going to give this game a meh. I don't viscerally hate it, looking at you, Amadar, but Kool-Aid Man just has very little replay value for me. Okay, Bill, but Kool-Aid Man is a living being, I guess? And he's got a story to tell. So what is that story? Kool-Aid is basically five parts sugar to one part juice mix. Okay, I made that recipe up. But a story is five parts plot to one whole story. The five elements of a plot are the introduction or exposition, the rising action, the climax, the falling action, and finally the resolution or, and I'm going to pause here because... It's been suggested on another podcast, which shall re remain nameless, <coughs> Pie Factory. <coughs> it's been suggested that my fancy pronunciation of Denouement is displeasing. So, fine. Denouement. There. Happy? I'm such a podcasting whore. I'll even change the pronunciation of my words to keep my listeners. Anyway, so how do the five parts of this Kool-Aid punch that we call a complete story. How did those five elements fall into place in this story? How did the how did the story elements clink into our glass like so many ice cubes chilling our summertime beverage? Okay, I'm just going to stop there. Alright, so here's how I think the Kool-Aid Man story kicks off. The introduction or exposition, if you will. They said it couldn't be done. Of course, they were talking about reanimating the dead, which I totally did last week during a coffee break from setting up Victor Frankenstein's House of Electroshock Therapy. Some of us were sitting around having a little impromptu celebration of my 43rd lobotomy. You know, kicking back around the pool, chilling. And, well, the party isn't a party without Kool-Aid, you know. So before you know it, someone breaks out the gallon pitcher. So that's the setup. 
we have our scene. I'm Victor Frankenstein, legendary inventor, reanimator of the dead, having a little pool party. Now we get to the rising action. Three pictures in, someone said, Hey Vic, zapping cor corpses with lightning and making them walk around is impressive. Except for that fear of fire thing. Really boned it on that one. But what if we could make a new kind of man? A, well, I don't know, a Kool-Aid man. Yeah, sure I can do that, I said. And I'll still have time for a snooze. So I did. It was actually really quite easy once I figured out that Cherry works best as a mixer with reanimated corpse. I know, it seems obvious now. But trust me, you do not want to use lime Kool-Aid for this. I kind of cleaned out the Kool-Aid shelf at the grocery store, which didn't make my make many friends in the village. But once I bribed the angry mob of pitchfork-wielding villagers with new Fitbits to log their angry rampage steps, life was pretty peaceful, so I could do my work. Kool-Aid Man was awesome. He was big and red, and he smiled all the time. He was my buddy. But then, oh, then the Thirsties showed up. And they sucked the life out of every party. Also the water, juice, and, weirdly, the Worcestershire sauce. Hmm. Alright, so things are heating up. Now we've got our, our enemy, our antagonist, has showed up and is ruining the pool party. So here comes the climax, the big showdown in the story. The pool was almost gone. They just about sucked it dry, and my party was going to be ruined. Those thirsties were lightning fast with those sipping straws. Kool-Aid Man was gobbling ingredients out of literally nowhere, fueling himself. It was a little scary. Hey, Vic, did you know he could do that? Uh, yeah, I totally lied, hiding behind a wicker chair. The battle raged until Kool-Aid Man had only one life left. Then, from out of nowhere, he roared, Oh, yeah! Hell, I didn't even know he could talk. I scientifically peed my pants at the this evolution of my creation. But with a mighty swipe, Kool-Aid Man started mopping up those last thirsties. Falling action. At this point, the thirsties didn't stand a chance. Kool-Aid Man took care of those last invaders, being as he was all jacked up on sugar and Kool-Aid mix. There was no stopping him. The thirsties, though, were like ninja with those straws. We, like they were wielding bow staffs or something. But Kool-Aid Man went all ninja turtle on their butts, and the party was saved, thanks to our friend Sugar. This week's episode of Atari Bites brought to you by Sugar. And finally, the resolution or de denouement. I ran over to give my big red creature a big hug. Hey, extremely manly scientists can hug too. But he just ran off the other way. Come back, I shouted. But he just crashed through the back fence and kept going. The last words I heard were, Oh yeah! I noted, somewhat ruefully, that his last words were not, Sorry, or here's my insurance information, or something like that. But, you know, I still miss the big red guy. Last I heard, some reporter named McGee called me and claimed that Kool-Aid Man was hitchhiking across the country with some dude named Bruce Banner. I denied everything, of course, which is my default for life. I hope Kool-Aid Man is okay. Sounds like that Banner guy has some anger issues. So, what do I do now? How do I... What do I do for an encore? Well, design dogs like Labradoodles and whatever are all the rage these days. So I think I'll start working on a reanimated creature of another kind. One-third man, one-third Labrador, one-third Puggle. I'll call it a Huggable. I'll sell a million of them and die choking on a salad of hundred-dollar bills. Making money from science. That's the American way.
And that's our show. But before we go, Bill Kendrick of the XEGS podcast drank like a gallon of Kool-Aid waiting to get to this part of the show. So he's uh, in a hurry to go, if you catch my meaning. So here he is to quickly tell us about the Atari party happening this summer in Davis, California. Take it away, Bill. Hey, Bill. It's Bill Kendrick from the XCGS Cart by Cart podcast. I want to let you and your listeners know that I'm hosting my 8th annual Atari party this summer out here in Davis, California. That's near Sacramento and not far from the San Francisco Bay Area and Silicon Valley. It's free and will undoubtedly have at least one Atari 2600 set up. It's a one-day event on Saturday, July 30th. Visit newbreedsoftware.com slash Atari Party for more info. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. Thanks also to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons license to his songs, Take a Chance, Reformat, and Pinball Spring. You can find Atari Bytes on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, and iTunes, among many other podcatchers. Do please leave a review on iTunes. It helps our rankings so others can find the show. You can email your Kool-Aid flavor preferences and most creative recipes to ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. You can like Atari Bytes on Facebook. You can follow the show on Twitter at Atari Bytes, or me personally at Carnival of Glee. You can help support the show on the Atari Bytes Patreon page and by shopping at our Zazzle.com store, AB underscore pod underscore store. And don't forget, just this past week on the 15th, a new episode of my other sh- podcast dropped. Check out It's a Podcast, Charlie Brown, for all your animated Peanuts cartoon needs. Yo-ho! I'm hot and thirsty. We need a drink. Prisoners don't get drinks. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? Hey, Kool-Aid! Oh, yeah! Here comes Kool-Aid. Here comes Kool-Aid. He's gonna save the day. Here comes Kool-Aid. Here comes Kool-Aid. He's gonna chase your thirst away. He's great. Your friend's cool. He's Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid brand soft drink mix. Oh, yeah! Next week on Atari Bytes, we're going to look at the game Surround. If you know anything about that game, you're probably now wondering what the hell I'm doing putting that game on a story-based podcast. So am I, actually. So tune in, and we'll figure it out together. So until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you.
soft drink mix. 